what's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag Boss Lee. And this is episode 224 of the show. I think I forgot to say you can also call me the people's mentor. <laughs> I'm really excited about this episode. This is a really awesome interview with one of our leaders. And we talk a lot about mindset. We talk about navigating through COVID. We talk about some books to read. There's a lot about women's empowerment in here. It's just a great episode. And so if you get value out of it, make sure you screenshot it, put it in your story and tell a friend. I really think this is a good one and you're going to get a ton out of it. So today's reviewer of the show. I love all these five star reviews. Thank you so much. It means a lot to me. And I just looked, we have hit 1000 five star reviews on iTunes. Y'all, I could actually cry about it. I will cry later, but not right now. And today's reviewer of this show is Ash Ann 91 pure and straightforward. I found this podcast at the perfect time. Jessie Lee is motivational and wants to share her knowledge. She will straight light a fire under your butt and encourage you to do and be better. She, you can tell she is genuine and loves what she does. In my opinion, the best podcasts are 20 to 60 minutes. I've already read this review. I'm going to read another one. <laughs> All right. This five-star review is Yahir Lover. She's a must. Five stars. <laughs> I've listened to her daily since I found her and she speaks to me every single time. She's truly genuine and powerful. Thank you for what you do, Jesse Lee. You are welcome, my friend. And if you get value from this and you would like, um, please make sure if you want me to train your team of 30 or more people um, live on a Zoom, just go ahead and email ask, askjessielee at gmail.com. I would love to just send over a topic and we can get it scheduled. Love you guys. Appreciate you. God bless you. Hope you love episode two to four of the show. A couple questions about mindset because um, with quarantine and everything that's been going on, I feel like everybody's kind of down in the dumps. They just feel like um, they want to be perfect, but they feel like they don't have nowhere to go. Like they don't, you know what I mean? They're just kind of, I think it's a fear of failing. Okay. So what's the question, my friend? So my question is like, how do you get over the fear of just, failing all like you feel like not worthy so I mean that's a really big conversation to unpack because a lot of that starts way in the past in people's lives it's not actually something that you uh can really fix like in a minute and I do think that you have a good point I think a lot of it was sort of brought to a surface with quarantine and I think that's because uh people were going to work every day and they were socializing with people every day and they were seeing people every day. And I think it actually comes down to it's hard to be alone. Like if we're going to have a conversation about that, like a lot of people realized it's difficult to be alone. It's difficult to be in your own head all the time. It's difficult to not be able to bounce ideas off somebody. It's difficult to not necessarily be validated. And So I think that there's a reason it's not a coincidence that the network marketing professions exploded. And I think it's because if you are in a good company on a good team, you get a sense of community. You get, you get around people that tell you, you can do things. You get around people who say, Oh my God, Tracy, you got your hair touched up. Looks good. Like you get around people who care about you and your dog or they care about your family. They care about your, your house, your well being. They ask what you're doing. Um, oh, I thought that was one of my dogs. I was like, are they dreaming? Um, like they, they genuinely care. And so I think, you know, that's not really a coincidence why, why our, our profession's growing. I think it offers a lot of freedom for people, but I will just say issues of worthiness are, are really deep. And that ends up being a self-love journey that I think everybody's constantly on reminding yourself why you're great, reminding yourself why you're valuable, reminding yourself of all the good things you've done. And that can be hard because, We live in a society where it's easy to remember the stuff you do poorly. 
for like a lack of a better word to explain it. We're really good at tearing ourselves down. We're not that good at building ourselves up. And so I really encourage everyone, you know, Renee, Trudy, Tracy, Adele, you, Tracy, um, everybody that's listening and watching, etc., to like pay a little bit of attention to that, right? Pay attention to the things you're great at. Actually journal and sort of meditate a little bit on what, what are you excellent at? Because I say that, and some of you need to know, this isn't a knife, it looks like a knife, I'm sorry, it's an envelope opener, let me put that down. Uh, I like to like play with things when I talk. Um, you're great at something, everyone's great at something. So remind yourself of that. Because it's okay not to be great at everything, nobody is great at everything, but you're still worthy. Just because you failed at something in the past doesn't make you a failure, you know? And, and just moving forward from that, I think that, again, network marketing allows a lot of that, a really safe space for people to grow. And find out where their worthiness actually is. And I think I think that was the number one thing that attracted me to the team was because I've been in other companies where you kind of you know they suck you in and they're like oh every hire hire everybody everybody come join my team everybody come join my team and then they're gone <laughs> so they ghost you and uh, then you never hear from them again. But um, when when I came on and it was like. You know, we, we have our meetings every week and everybody just checks in daily. Everybody's like on you, on you, on you. Like, what's going on? Are you okay? But if you don't hear from somebody, they're, they're calling you up. Like, what's, what's up? Accountability. Yeah. And, and you're right. Um, working from home, um, quarantine brought me home and you're right. I, I say to my husband all the time, you get to go out to work. I'm, I'm here with a dog. <laughs> You know what though? Like, I love that, that point that you just said, like you were like all, you know, these people are checking in on me, etc. because that's really what people need in this day and age. You know, people need to know that they are cared about. People need to know that they have a safe place. People need to know that they're not alone. And I think sometimes as network marketers, you know, we forget that most people are not in this business to begin with really to make money. Like you think they are, you know, they might even say they are, but they're not. Like they stay for the community. So what kind of community are you building? You know, cause yes, you're at home, he's off at work, but are you at home, you know, with your, with your girls as in, you know, the team, I know there's boys too, but like, it's so important. It's a human need to be wanted. It's a human need to be needed. It's a human need to feel other people's energy and presence. And so, um, I love that you've experienced that on the team. That makes my heart really happy because, uh, obviously community and culture is just something that it matters a lot to me. Yes. And not only that, um, what I did also find um, was like your systems, like you created that um, where I've seen in other places where it hasn't gone so well, but mm. um, you've created a safe space where um, people can co collaborate and they're supported. They're not bullied. They're mm. not, you know, like things aren't like, Ooh, look, look what you're doing or um, it's not, it's a healthy competition, but it's not um, a scarcity mindset. Well, where, for sure there's um, no, I mean, we also just have a zero tolerance policy, right? Um, right. we don't allow for people to steal people's customers. We don't allow for somebody to feel uncomfortable because, oh, that person's been around longer. They're going to get preferential treatment. It's just really not how, it's definitely not how I operate. It's not how our team operates. And so, again, like you said, yes, I do see that in other teams. I do see that in other companies. And um, I wanted it to be, and it has remained, a, 
a team, a safe place, a community for a lot of people to actually thrive because they feel like if they show up as their authentic selves, they're not going to lose a customer. They're not going to be, like Jesse Lee's not going to steal your customer, not going to steal your lead. And I think integrity is one of the cornerstones really of our culture and something that makes, um, makes what we do really powerful. And it, and it really does. It really does. I feel it in my heart. Yeah. Um, can I ask you, where did your inspiration come from? Like, where, what inspired you to just keep going, even when you didn't want to keep going? Yeah. Um, so a lot of that comes from my childhood. Uh, and what I mean by that is I, um, you know, I didn't have a good childhood. I didn't have the great parents. I didn't get to play sports. I didn't get to do a lot of things that, you know, like a lot of, um, a lot of people got to do. And that created this hunger in me because of course I still want to do them. Of course I wanted to close that fit. Of course I wanted to eat out at restaurants. Of course I wanted to play sports, right? I wanted to be like a normal kid. And my hunger and my drive and my passion and my never giving up, my grit, whatever you want to call it, I'm very driven by the fact that this profession can really change people's lives. You know, I'm really driven by the fact that, that if we take responsibility over our lives, we can, we can change things. And I think I show up the way I do because I know exactly what I don't want. I know I, I will say no to my children in the future, but I want it to be because I want to say no to them, right? Not because I have to. And I grew up in a family, I don't know if anyone can relate to this, but I grew up in a family where everything was no. And it wasn't no because you know, I was being bad. It was no, because we couldn't afford that. Right. And it was the cars that break down on the side of the road. It was, you know, the getting laughed at because, you know, I, I couldn't go on field trips or whatever it was that I was getting laughed at for that day. And I just don't want that for me. I don't want that for my children. I don't want that for my children's children. And so I think about that a lot. And, And a word I say a ton and you've been around me long enough to know is legacy. Like, what is the legacy you're living behind, going to leave behind? And if it's not something that makes you proud of how you're living your life, then change it. You know, a lot of times I think people want everybody to be their savior. And you got to be your own savior first, right? You got to put on your own mask, as they would say. You got to put on your, your oxygen mask on the plane first so you can then help other people. But if you're not even helping yourself, and this is hard because women do it a lot, especially. And I'm sure there's moms who follow you too, right? We're trying to save everyone. We're trying to save the kids. We're trying to save our ki- our friends' kids. We're trying to save, you know, our, our partner's not in a good place. Let me save him. And we forget that if you're pouring from an empty cup, you just can't. And so using, using our profession and our company and our team as a vehicle to really live a crazy, beautiful, blessed life and then be able to impact thousands and millions of lives, um, that, that gets me up every day. For sure. I mean, it fires me up. Even just talking about it, you can probably tell I'm fired up about it. So, yeah. And that's that's exactly what you do. You really, really do. Because it does, it, it helps me um, remember, like, duh, me first, me first. Like, <laughs> don't forget, don't forget. Sure. And uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you was, I know you do a lot of reading. Are there any specific books that just hit you like if you had to pick two books that somebody if they were only like like I hate reading I'm never gonna read but I'll read two books if you tell me two books that I have to read um it depends on the situation so what are what situation are we talking about 
like to succeed in business? Okay, well, same thing depends because some people need mindset books and some people need uh, sales books and some people need marketing books and some people need self-love books and some people, you know what I mean? So like I have a lot of books. I have a book list actually on heyjessielee.com. So you can go, it's free, whatever, click on them. But the reason I can't answer that as a blanket statement is because there's been so many books that have changed my life, but it really depends where I was in my life when I read it right? Um, there's sometimes when I need to read something that just reminds me of who that, who the F I am, you know what I mean? And some people, that's what it is. You need to, you need to get out of your own way. So I didn't even think I was in a stage like that. And like two books recently that I love, um, sorry, there's like a, I don't know who, I think I'm getting flowers again for the millionth time. Sorry, not sorry. I'm really excited about it. Um, but like, I love the book untamed, unbelievable. Right. And it's like, you know, talking about like, be the freaking cheetah, like go out there and run. So many of us are literally not running. Hold on. Let me just grab this really fast. Sorry about that. Um, we're not running. We're not being the freaking cheetah. One sec. Isn't she awesome guys? I mean, you guys, Jessie um, Lee is the, is the ish. She will, she can tell you everything. If you guys are not following her, she has a podcast uh, the people's mentor. Y'all should be watching that podcast or listening to that podcast because hey. it's amazing. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but I love that book. I read that maybe a month ago uh, and I read it in a day. You know, a book's got to be really, I can read super fast, but a book's got to be good for me to tear through it in a, day, in a day and I couldn't put it down. So Untamed by Glennon Doyle was unbelievable. And then um, Daring Greatly by Brene Brown, same thing. Like, all about why are we feeling shame? Like step into your power. Like do the things that scare you. You are worthy. You are worth it. You you deserve more. You are more. And I, I find, especially with women, uh, that's really kind of the message they tend to need more than the super tactical stuff. You know, you you know how to sell. You know what to say to somebody. You know how to add tag message. You know how to go live on Facebook. But you're not going to have any of those conversations if you feel shame around, you know, what somebody's going to say about you if you are a little selfish and go to a training. If you are a little um, driven and goal-oriented, like, is that a masculine trait? You know, is that something that you should feel shame around? No, right? But I see a lot of people, women especially, who go, oh gosh, you know, I think I'm supposed to rely on somebody else or I have shame because I'm putting myself in a leadership position or I have shame because now I'm out earning my husband. And this is a real thing, right? And so women, especially, I'm, I'm speaking to women right now. I only see women on here, so I don't, I'm not, you know, whatever. Uh, but, but it's, but you're supposed to be abundant. You know, you're supposed to be unapologetically yourself. You're supposed to do things that make you happy. You're supposed to lead your own life. And so, you know, those two books in particular, I know, I told you I wouldn't give you like two books just on a specific subject, but those are two books that I think a lot of women especially need to read. And it's not to say only women need to read them. I think men need to read them too. I'm just speaking from a woman's perspective that I think a lot of us hold ourselves back. We play very small and then we expect big results or we want big results, but we're almost ashamed to say we do. And I think it's in 2020 and in the future years, it's just time for women to take their power back. Something I say a lot, uh, or just to take their power. Yeah, take their power back. Because women used to be more powerful than men and, you know, tribes and stuff like that. And then it, 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 it shifted, um, you know, over the last couple thousand years or whatever. But, yeah, take your power back, right? Why can't you earn more? Why can't you live the life you want? Of course you can. And you don't need to feel bad about it. 
You can still be soft and loving and affectionate and feminine and, and, you know, romantic and whatever. Like there's the bouquet of flowers that is sitting on my doorstep right now. I'm shaking. I'm so excited for it. Like it was, I've got a little peek. Can't wait. I can't wait. I'm obsessed with flowers. Right. But who are you at your core? Who are you in your most honest state? And just do more of that. Just do more of that. We live in an abundant world. We have an abundant God. At least I believe so. You know, don't, and, and if it's money that you're scared to make or whatever, give it all away. You know, there's a lot of donating that goes on in my life. There's a lot of buying of gifts and stuff like that that goes on in my life because um, I don't have guilt around making the money I make by any stretch of the imagination, but I love giving back. And so give it to charity, give it to your church, give it to your friends, take people out to dinner, lunch, whatever. But we live in an abundant world. So start being abundant, ladies. I love that. And that's that's exactly what you're doing. And I I want to shout your name from the rooftops. I want everybody to follow you and, and lead the way that you lead because you absolutely give everybody the tools that they need. And you are not afraid to say, like, look at me and it's okay. It's okay to be great. And it's okay. Like, I'm, I'm not keeping anybody from their greatness. Follow me and I'll tell you how to get there. Like, yeah. I mean, success is not complicated. We just like to pretend it is because then it's a cop out. (laughs) If you're taking notes, write that down. It's a cop out then. Oh, well, it's hard to be successful. Well, Karen, (laughs) it's like saying Karen, (laughs) is it really? No, like nothing I do. I don't, I don't say this to downplay me or whatever. Cause I know whatever. I'm only good. Cause I'm super consistent. I know I'm really good. I'm not stupid. I know I'm successful. I know I got a long way to go, but this isn't hard. It's just that I do it every day, but so can you. So go do it every day. Right. You just got to want it. Yeah. How bad do you (laughs) want it? How bad do you want to put your kid in a better school? You know, how bad do you want to rescue a thousand dogs? How bad do you want to live in a better house? How bad do you not want to think about money when you go to a restaurant and you have to look at the menu and decide what you want to eat? Right? I mean, it's all about pain. Pain is a huge motivator for people. I don't really talk about this that often, but it's coming out of me. I don't know why. Probably because I drank Black Label. But, like, pain's a massive motivator. You know? Last night, I was so hungry. And, guys, I just, I'm not in a cooking phase of my life. You know? I don't feel like it. (laughs) And, uh... I ordered steak in the middle of the team training from Fleming's, which is a nice steakhouse. But if I would have gone in person, it's $58, which is like pretty normal for a 16 ounce steak cooked at a nice restaurant. It was $87 before tip because I had went, I got like delivery service. Most people would cancel their order. I'm hungry. I'm going to eat. I'm going to sell something so I can eat. What is making you hungry and what is not making you hungry? Can you be more hungry in your actions and can you show that in your life? Hmm. Right. I love it. I love talking to you. I love talking to you. <laughs> I love spending the time with you and I really, really appreciate it. And um, what is the last question I have for you? Sure. Is, what is Jesse Lee's biggest goal right now? Um, hold on. My internet's going bonkers. Is everything okay? Can you see me? I can. Okay, good. Like, my, it just went black on my end, and I was like, ah. Uh. Um, so, my biggest goal right now, you said? 
Yes. Uh, this month is four million in group volume, so we're, our team doing eight million in sales is a big goal. My my Lamborghini was a really big goal of mine. That is my dream, 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 dream car. Uh, Range Rover was my dream car in 2011. You know when I got started in all of this, and I just couldn't even think bigger than that. And then I saw, I started seeing Lamborghinis and I thought, God, those are crazy. Like those look like spaceships. And uh, I was scared to touch them. You know, I was scared to whatever, uh, because I think the kind of person you have to be to earn or deserve or buy a car like that, it, it's just like a, it's just like a different, different level. Uh, and that was big, you know, that's a $360,000 spaceship parked in my garage. And so having that sucker, um, that was I don't. Even, I feel like I'm in a time warp, honestly, or like not a time warp. I feel like I'm in. I don't know. I drove it, you know, a lot of miles yesterday, obviously, to get it home. And the whole time, I'm like, am I really driving this or am I dreaming? Am I driving this or am I dreaming? And and so that was a really big goal of mine that was realized. But at the same time, um, I have a lot of goals. I, I, uh, my personal goal for developing champions who are the car earners personal to me uh this year's 15 we're on nine so we got six more come on now tracy come on now tracy come on now tracy uh yeah i played with you but that'd be awesome right uh but 15 is a big goal there and that's because i really just want people to win i just want people to win maybe not the level that i've won you know but if you want to win at this level i want to bring you here uh, I'm really excited to have million-dollar earners on our team because uh, we have a ton of six-figure earners, tons of six-figure earners. But I want to have some million-dollar earners and then some million-dollar annual earners on the team. Uh, I don't know. I'm not even really answering your question, but, you know, there's a lot of things. I want a private jet. I want to make a billion dollars. I want to be a billionaire. Um, there's a ton. There's really a ton. And I think that's so important because none of none of those kind of crazy things are around the corner. But – they're really important. I think it's really important to have big, scary, crazy, audacious goals that make you want to barf. And you don't even know how they're going to happen, but you, you're just like, it's got to happen, man. Uh, and that's that's kind of where I am, you know, in my life is just speak the goals out loud that make no freaking sense. You know? I love it. I love it. And I believe, I believe in you because I know you're going to do it. Well, but I'm same gonna... thing about you. Like, thank you. I appreciate that. I honor that. I receive that fully. But same with you, Tracy. Like, what are the things that you want to do? And my God, go do them. Like, get get it done, baby. Like, you, the world, like I said earlier in this interview, is a very abundant world. So why are we sitting here sometimes acting like success is, like, ordained or something for, for a few people? No, it's not. That's right. crazy. That's crazy. The limits don't exist in life unless we set them. So what limits have you been setting on yourself and on others around you to basically make everyone comfortable and play small? Well, that's just not the game I play. And so I want everyone around me to win. That's really important to me. I love it. And I love being around you. And I know the team loves being around you. And we are super blessed to have you. And I appreciate your time. I know you're on a tight schedule, so I don't want to keep you. Um, but I want to thank you so much for um, giving me your time, giving me your wisdom, and uh, sharing that with my people. Well, I love you. I appreciate you. I'm super thankful that you are part of our team. And uh, congratulations on earning this because you always show up and it's, it's, it pays off in your business already. You're already having tremendous success. I truly believe in you and I'm excited to see where we go together. All right. I'll see you later.